Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crushing Real Estate with Brian Pham, where we interview real estate professionals around the industry. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show and leave a very positive review. We release an episode every single Sunday, so stay tuned. Enjoy. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Crushing in Real Estate. Today we have Mr. Ken Trunk. Hello, Brian. Ken and I have worked together on numerous projects on the Stronger Moms team. Ken yes, is, we have. It's been a, quite a little journey. <laughs> Ken's, a, Ken's a known flipper here in the Bay Area. He's, oh. also known as, he's also known as Mr. Mom on the Stronger Moms team. Ken, welcome to the show, bro. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Brian. No problem. I'm excited to have you. Hey, Ken, walk us through your real estate journey. How'd you get started? How did I get started? How did I get started? Okay. Um, how did I get started? So I had, a, I had a business before, right? I was doing insurance for 13 years. Mm-hmm. That's my background. I won't go too much into that, but how I got to real estate was actually uh, through my friend, mm-hmm. who you know, who actually introduced us together, right? Mm-hmm. So my friend called me one day. Uh, it was one night. I was at the gas station. He calls me. He's like, hey, Ken, have I got the deal for you? <laughs> hey, I just spent $25,000 on a real estate class. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good for you. And he's like, I get to bring a friend. I'm like, okay. He's like, so I'm that special friend. So I'm like, hell yeah. You know, free, free is my favorite number. So mm-hmm. go to this uh, seminar, a three days, three day class. I, I remember it like it was uh, just yesterday. So. The fat guy teaching it and the skinny guy teaching it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it was three days. And after that, we learned the whole wholesaling thing. And man, very informative. Mm-hmm. At home, you could have just went on Yahoo and found all that stuff. But <laughs> Anyways. Where was this, uh, this three-day training at? Uh, I don't even know. It's some hotel, little conference room. Forget mm-hmm. about them. I don't know. So one day they called me like two. One week later, they called Bruce and I and they're like, Hey, um, you guys are the best students in the class. We would like to invite you guys to, to join the inner circle and be in, in the in group because we're the smartest ones. I'm like, oh, how flattering. <laughs> so the membership will be 100K for the two of you. I'm like, okay. 100K for the two of you guys? Uh, so, anyways, um, so we didn't do it. <laughs> right? My buddy and I said, okay, we're going to take on this venture now. We're going to go off and be wholesalers. Mm-hmm. Our parents were not proud. <laughs> so, so off we went we were uh, putting together envelopes like folding up mailing them out mm-hmm. when we finally did get like a call we didn't know what to do with it dropped mm-hmm. the ball anyways mm-hmm. one thing led to another one thing i didn't actually really learn from the uh the class though mm-hmm. was uh how to create a cash buyers list right? oh, wow. mm-hmm. so that, that's one thing i learned i actually practiced uh, after the class and that was a uh, post a craigslist ad in the uh mm-hmm casual encounter section. Uh, <laughs> so post a, an ad saying that you have a Fizbo for sale. I posted my own house. Did you post it? Did you post a, Did you post a fake address or did you? Oh yeah, you posted a real house. Okay. Uh, I posted a real house, my house without an address. You know, they call it inquire. Mm-hmm. It was an awkward phone conversation. And I'm lying. I'm professionally lying through my teeth, something I'm not very uh, good at. <laughs> oh, so I, uh, you know, I, I, I talked to a lot of random people. They all knew I was lying. <laughs> one guy, this one guy, he, he invited me out. He's like, hey, yo, let's meet up. All right. So I met up with this dude. 
off Craigslist. And it was fun. It was great. Uh, we've been together ever since. You know him. His name is Tom. Mr. Tom Tran. So that's yeah. the true story behind Ken and Tom's bro bands. All right, that's my, uh, my partner in real estate. So mm-hmm. been a very, uh, more than a partner, he's actually been the mentor, the, the person who actually brought me this far. Mm-hmm. Brought us this far, right, Ryan? Yeah, definitely. That's pretty funny, though, how you went to the seminar where they almost try to get you to pay 100000 for you and your friend Bruce. And instead of doing that, what you got from it was that you decided to um, post a fake address on Craigslist to kind of get the buyers list going and practice talking to potential buyers. And then that's somehow we, you met your, your future partner, Tom, for a bit. So I would say your first encounter in real estate sounds, sounds kind of funny, but it's also kind of successful in a way, you know, because you got your feet wet into the industry. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome, man. So take us back to when you first began your real estate career. How did your parents take their transition? Because I understand that, you know, you have a family-owned business for insurance, and you seem to be the person taking care of the business. And now you, you completely made a 180 change to real estate. How has that transition over from insurance to real estate and how, the, how has that experience helped you out? Wow, wow. That's, that's actually a very good question. You actually understand the, the, you know, my past. And that's actually a very uh, pivotal moment in life, as you can imagine. You know, I, was, uh, I was doing insurance from uh, 18 years old until 31 or 30, whatever, 13 mm-hmm. years. That's all I knew, man. And I, I love insurance. I'm very passionate about insurance. I hate selling insurance. <laughs> okay, but now that I uh, now that I'm no longer selling it, it's a lot easier for me to sell it. So, mm-hmm. I, I, right? So, but the thing was, I got into insurance because I wanted to make my mom and dad happy. Mm-hmm. I spent all my life trying to make them happy. Mm-hmm. They were never ever happy. <laughs> and they made me very, very sad. Maybe, you know, actually uh, I got depression through, you know, just the, the business. That business was draining the life out of me. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I was ready for something else. And uh, push came to shove. You know, my dad and I had uh, disagreements in management. Right? Mm-hmm. Working with your dad is not easy, you know. What happens is uh, whatever you make him mad about, your boss goes home, tells your mom. Your mom will shame you out. <laughs> anyways. That was like a very Asian, Asian discipline style. So yeah. we got to, uh, finally got to a boiling point where my dad and I were going to essentially have to kill each other. So, oh, Jesus. Uh, I was like, okay. So then that's it. I said, okay, if you want to brand it this way, I'm going to walk away. I walked away and let, you know, watch the thing go. Uh, ever since then, I dived right into real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I was already working with Tom part-time at the time, but mm-hmm. basically one year after working with Tom, that's when I got left the transition. So anyways. Doing by walking away from what made me, what held me back and made me really sad, you know, my, mm-hmm. my parents, um, walking away from that has actually changed my life and uh, made me very happy, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pursuing my own cause, my own dreams, living on my own terms, mm-hmm. and, uh, not trying to please anyone anymore. Yeah. Now I can actually just focus on the real estate. And fortunately, uh, the time cannot have been better because after a year of working with Tom, we actually started to pick up gain a lot of traction so mm-hmm. i mean, just worked out great everything's just meant to be it yeah to. sounds great and for you guys that don't know our listeners don't know so 
Ken actually actually started his own meetup group in the Bay Area, down down south near in the South Bay Area, which has I think I believe like almost one thousand four hundred members in their meetup group. So we kind of want to dive into Ken's strategy on finding deals and creating these networking events for us to all meet and make deals happen. Hey Ken, let's take us back from the very beginning, from the time when you, from me, you, Ken, and our buddy Sean. Like we met, we started doing our little masterminds together. Can you walk us through that moment over there and how forming a mastermind has helped us all in our real estate career? That was fun. So, you know, um, we were always at the office every night in the beginning from mm-hmm. like 7 o'clock to 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah. The whole first year. And then with Tom and, and Tom's all, uh, since we we're here and we're constantly talking about real estate, we might as well just have a meetup here. I'm like, have a meetup? We how's that work you know like what do you what does that consist of and he's like yeah we just uh we just invite people to show up and we just meet up i'm like okay <laughs> let's do it let's do it right yeah uh, so we meet up and i'm completely new to real estate i'm just like dang yeah let's talk real estate i invite you here but let's talk about real estate. it's mm-hmm. funny but uh it, it really that's where we all met right we all started with like a, a table of like five people in a big, yeah. big table and then it grew yeah. Yeah, 20 and then 30 and then the whole room was filled and it was very casual because yeah. we were just casually networking that's the point of the meeting we're actually just meeting up we weren't trying to sell anything or or, or having funky presentations we're just trying to learn bounce ideas off each other and i think that's that's a really good key point to bring i think having a mastermind where there's no pitch and there's no selling only with the good intention to help others. I feel like for that one, you can build a stronger community of people that actually that you want to work with and you build that trust. And to give our listeners some, a little bit more background, we used to meet after work, as Ken said before, 7 to 11 p.m. and just talk about deals all the time, just the four of us. And then as it grown, we had a conference room that grown from five people to 10 people to 15 people and then if you guys been to Ken's meetup recently or over the past year, you guys have seen that there's like 70, 80, 100 people like come out to the meetup, you know? And to me, that's, that was I say about, about Ken's personality. Like it's, he's very consistent. And I also feel really strongly that consistency is, is a key to success, you know? So props to that, Ken. I think they come for the wine. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. On top of that, like Ken also is very keen on giving back as much value to the people that attend the meetup in terms of setting up presentations from featured speakers who are very experienced in the area. And Ken is also very keen on passing on knowledge to whoever comes out to the meetup. And the thing with, with Ken is that he actually has like wholesale scripts where you can read off the script as you're talking to people that have property or people that we want to sell property to. And I think repetition, like he's been able to help a lot of people. So Ken, can you walk us through how you came out with the idea of how you wanted to give back so much with your education? Oh, wow. I'm glad you uh, are aware of that training, you know, uh, and you, you, you like it. Okay. Brian definitely doesn't need that. So I'm surprised that, you know, he sat through that boring presentation like a homework assignment. I do that for you, Ken. <laughs> well, yes. Um, so we believe in the abundance mindset. Look at all the properties around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many deals, right? And there's so many ways to structure deals. So it's all about 
being creative and we need more minds and more resources to put these deals together. Mm-hmm. And the, the reality is that so we've actually been able to just make a lot of friends and that has actually been the most valuable part of mm-hmm. this journey so far. Definitely. Right? Without the friends, it wouldn't have been enjoyable, it would just been work. Mm-hmm. The, the friends that we've made, it feels like more like hanging out. Yeah. With that mindset, we, we, we encourage others to find deals. Yeah. The easiest way to get into real estate is to just find a deal. Mm-hmm. That's the easiest way to get into it. We'll, once you find the deal, you can find the right person to help you with it, mm-hmm. such as uh, financing the deal or managing the fixing. Yeah. Right? Yep. So with that mindset, we believe that we can share that knowledge with other people. Mm-hmm. It allows everyone to grow together. Yeah, right? and can find if all of us have multi millions at the end of the, uh, our lives, huh? Definitely, yeah. and and Ken's right. Like having the abundance mindset, knowing that you know money will come and go, that we'll make our par- fair share, and not being selfish about it, and giving back as much value as you can. I think it goes a long way, not just in real estate, but every anything you do in life. You know, I think I think not not having the scarcity mindset. Like put you in more of abundance mindset, which means that you're more open to help others. And if you guys know Ken and Tom, they are by far the most generous people in the Bay Area. Like these guys will literally buy you dinner. Doesn't matter how much the dinner is, like they'll buy you dinner every single time. And that's oh, we just, were we were just trying to buy the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just their philosophy, you know. Like, and then the fact that they make it work, like. They keep finding deals every single month and purchasing something every single month and making that money back and tripling, quadrupling their ROI. You know, dinner is not cheap, guys. Like, it's pretty expensive, the things they treat us to. Oh, you know, we use those Burger King coupons, man. <laughs> oh, it's anything but Burger King. But yeah, these guys are super generous. Like, they'll, they'll take anyone out, take anyone under their, their wing. They'll make sure, like, they create a sense of family, you know, a sense of community. It brings us all together. And then they're right. And Ken's right. It is more fun working with people that you can trust and working com- with people that you can have fun with and drink with. Because real estate in the big picture, it's not that fun. It's really, really stressful. Like, a lot of things go wrong. Like, you know, you, go wrong. <laughs> yeah, like almost 99% of things go wrong, including buying wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Fun. But like Ken said, it's fun. And we're in it for the long haul, you know? Because when you look at it, it's like, what's what's three bad years out of 40? Like, we'll be investing for that long. So we'll take the blows and, like, we'll have fun with, with, our, with our friends and family and try to get further and further into real estate. But obviously, like, we're going to have key metrics where we invest under a criteria. So we never want to be in a position where we, we go broke, you know? So we always try to seek out six figures per deal. As, as a minimum profit, you know? And, you know, it may sound crazy right now, but it isn't, you know, like six figure is pretty normal in the Bay Area, especially when you, you have accountability partners and fun people that you work with and can keep you accountable. Like, yeah, those goals are very attainable in my opinion. So awesome. So Ken, so can you explain to us what kind of deals have you and Mr. Tom been working on in the last couple of years? Man, we, we've worked on a lot of different deals. At first, you know, we've, we thought we'd just buy a house, fix it, flip it, but mm-hmm. 
it gets pretty detailed, so right? Yeah, we, we've done projects where we've uh, converted um, a whole entire sub, you know, like a first level of uh, San Francisco into a living area. That was a pretty big project. Uh, we've done wholesales. We didn't really expect to do so, but sometimes it's just right to, to uh-huh. wholesale a deal. We've done hotels. Uh, we've even done entitlements. We've Can done, you explain uh, to our listeners what's hoteling? Hoteling is when you actually just uh, buy a house, you close on it, and then you put it right back on the market with little or no work. Okay. I think that's what the definition is. That's what we did. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. I mean, hoteling is when you close on a property, you clean it out, you do nothing, nothing to repair it, and you sell again for a quick profit. So in a way, it's like a variation of wholesaling. So uh, we've done uh, you know, all sorts of uh, deals. The thing that's interesting is the deals that we, so if you get a typical fix and flip deal, it's one that you probably just pick off the MLS. Mm-hmm. The projects that we've been uh, doing, the, the unique ones, they were usually brought to us by someone in our network, one of our friends. Mm-hmm. Right? They, they would say, hey, I have this very unique situation and I think you can help me with it, right? Mm-hmm. Usually it requires a little more hands-on uh, with, with the seller or um, additional paperwork kind of, kind of stuff, you know? Like mm-hmm. Things that are more unique, basically. And those wouldn't have been possible unless we had uh, our friends. Mm-hmm. So your friends basically created by the meetup group and the mastermind group. So what does this all tell us? It tells us that you have to take massive action to get where you want. You know, I think a part of it is visual, visualizing where you want to be in the next couple of years, and half of it is executing. And that's exactly what what Mr. Ken here did. You know, so that's to me. It's just, it proves a lot about his character. He's very consistent. In what he wants, like when you try to talk to Ken about anything. He's always real estate related or he's always, always at the job site. Like he's, he's very dedicated to what he does. So props to Ken. Without being said, Ken, how do you keep yourself motivated from day to day? Cause I know you work seven days a week, bro. I was motivated, motivated. That's a good question. Let's see. I don't really like try to stay motivated, mm-hmm. right? Because that in itself is a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. I just, what I do is I just keep trying to improve every single day, improve a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Just, I like that. Just, just keep improving. Mm-hmm. I, what is motivation? What does it really get you? Just keep moving forward, man. Mm-hmm. One, foot, one foot in front of the other. Right. And uh, what I really I'm working towards, I can tell you what I'm walking quickly towards is actually uh, just trying to reach financial freedom, right? It's really not that far away. And, uh, once I'm actually there, then I can actually focus on a real passion, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my motivation. So simple. So, what is your true passion, Mr. Ken? Uh, my true, true passion. Um, I would like to do something, be part, do, do something along the lines of a wildlife and, and uh, environmental conservation. I like that a lot. And you're using real estate as a leverage to get to your goals, which is pretty amazing. So, props there, you know. Okay. I feel like most people see real estate as an end game, but I don't think that's the right perspective to have. I think what real estate is ultimately is a tool to free up your time. You know, it's freeing, freeing up your time from working for the dollar. It's freeing your time to like do whatever pursuit that you find passionate about. I think that's a big key factor that real estate can offer. You know, it's not, it's not exactly the end game that you want to be super wealthy or you want to be super rich. Like, no, like we want to be able to, pursue our goals and passion separately without having financial burden. You know, so I like that a lot. 
So Mr. Ken, let's take a little deep dive into the scripts that you offer to talk to wholesalers. Now let's do some role playing right now. Let's pretend that I, or let's pretend you have a house to sell me. Like, how would you market it to me, or vice versa? Okay, um, during that first uh, year working with Tom, Mm -hmm. we did the dirt, man. We were trying everything, seeing what worked, what didn't work, and we heard it all. You know, we got cussed at, cursed at, Mm -hmm. letters and stuff. Anyways, so we had to adapt. Right? You don't just give up, just get discouraged. Mm-hmm. So I figured there has to be a way to still talk to these agents on the phone without them saying, screw you investors, you low-balling, cheap, this and that. Mm-hmm. So we didn't do anything especially unique. It's just uh, Tom and I, we've developed this um, script that was based a lot on some NLP um, methods that we learned. What exactly are NLP methods? So NLP is this, this uh, thing called neuro-linguistic program. I'm probably not the best person to explain exactly what it is, but mm-hmm. ultimately it's a way of changing the uh, mindset of, a, of the environment around you, like other people, right? You try to be positive and just change their uh, frame of thought. Mm-hmm. So we utilize those uh, techniques in our call script to ease the agents okay. into, an, into a conversation. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, so compared to then and now, back then we would get about, say like 30, 30% of the agents calls back saying they're not really that interested in talking to us. Mm-hmm. Right? The now, I would say probably like 95% of the agents are very open to talking to us. And mm-hmm. now we are simply just networking with the agents using these very simple, simple scripts. They're nothing What's a simple script like? Can you give us a sample? We go like this. Hello, did I get you at a good time? Mm-hmm. They'll say yes. They usually, or yes. They'll say yes, and they'll feel good about it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I said, I'm looking to buy a house. Keep it vague, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, great, I can help you. And then you say, I'm looking to buy a house. Can you help me? Mm-hmm. They'll say, yes, I can help you buy a house. Yes. So mm-hmm. then we just give them the... Not depending on where the conversation goes, we can either go into the criteria of the house, but normally we want to use that that uh, opportunity to build rapport. Mm-hmm. Right? So you don't just go when you call an agent and ask them to sell your house or help you buy a house. Mm-hmm. They don't have one. Like okay, here's one here and one over there on the shelf. <laughs> so just build rapport. Just say, hey, you know, I'm looking to buy a house. Uh, can you tell me about yourself? I'll tell you about myself. We learn about each other, but mostly the conversation is going to be focused on agents. Mm-hmm. You're not. You know, you, you do a lot of interviews with people, so you understand people like to talk. So mm-hmm. all we get the, the callers to do is they call the agent and just get the agent to talk. Mm-hmm. Well, bonus points is you get the agent to brag, mm-hmm. and bonus if you can get them um, to educate you, mm-hmm. right? So pick their brain, make them feel smart. Mm-hmm. Man, all the agents are going to hear this right now. <laughs> <laughs> They can feel smart, you know, ask some questions like, how do you feel about the market? Are you doing investments yourself? Pick their brain. Which area do you recommend? Just pick their brain. Let them talk. Once they feel good, they like you, man. Yeah, so Ken's right. You know, besides the point that real estate agents are going to hate us. Um, so Ken's right. Like, establishing the, re- the relationship, like, actually makes the realtor actually want to work with you, you know? And when you read books like 48 Laws of Power, like you understand that 
It's all about having the other person talk and compliment them along the way. And this, 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 this doesn't just apply to real estate deals. It applies to anything you do, you know, especially negotiations. What Ken's referring to is like you want to establish the wrap support because you have to keep in mind that real estate flipping and investing is a very saturated industry. And most people would actually lose their charm. They'll just jump straight to asking the questions like, hey, I'm looking for a, a house under one million, three, three, three bedroom, two bath. And that, and that conversation just ends there. Whereas you try the second approach where you're like, oh, like, what do you think of the real estate market here? Are you invested yourself? Like when, it time, when it comes time for the real estate agent to remember who they want to call up because they have this off-market deal, like they're more than likely going to remember Ken based off his conversation because he actually took the time to establish the rap support. And these, these minor details that Ken mentioned really intertwines with his methodology of how he improves every single day. Like this is one factor of it, like improve your ability to connect with other people, real estate agents, wholesalers, because at the end of the day, like this is all compound and it all gathers together and you'll get your deal that you want, you know, because real estate is a huge relationship game. You know, like you're going to have to go out there and put yourself out there talk to a lot of people. You're going to talk to people that want to talk to you. You're going to talk to people that don't want to talk to you and you will get cursed out in this industry. There's no doubt about that. Like you, someone's going to feel smart with you. Someone's going to hate you. Someone's going to curse at you, but it's okay. It's a numbers game. You want to work with people that want to work with you because all it really takes is one good deal and you have your capital to do something else. You know, and that's all of that I learned from Mr. Ken. So props to Ken, you know, thank you, Ken. Appreciate that. Awesome. So Ken, what is the biggest challenge you face in your real estate career so far? The biggest challenge so far in real estate? Mm-hmm. So the biggest challenge, so finding a house is kind of hard, right? Mm-hmm. Finding a deal. Funding it can be kind of tricky. <laughs> um, buying a house is very easy. Mm-hmm. Making it profitable is making it is hard. So basically, fixing it so the fact that the last factor of puzzle is managing your project so getting the material and the contractors all scheduled at the right time get it all laid out make sure they're there make sure that the money is uh, on budget on time right that's how you that's what you projected so you have to make sure that it, it reaches that projection mm-hmm. that you know without having any real experience in uh, real estate investments you know uh, real estate itself construction Mm-hmm. all that that was the, the challenge so in, so the point here is actually um, to overcome that you would want to partner with a mentor or another investor that mm-hmm. can actually help you through the process mm-hmm. the flipping or just things of this magnitude are tricky and a mistake will cost you a lot and mm-hmm. I learned more from my mistakes than from reading mm-hmm. so learn from the mistakes of others Right? If you work with someone who's uh, experienced, you can learn and grow successful much quicker without as much pain. Yes, definitely. Ken's right. Like, if you guys lack the experience, like, go out there and seek a mentor. You, know, you, can, you can ask. definitely reach out to one of us for mentorship. You guys can ask local experts in your, in your area. Like, go out there and find the right mentor that want to work with you, you know? And bring value, too. Like, your value, not... 
you know, it's not always the money. Your value can be your time. You know, your value can bring in the deal. Like you can, you can, you can contribute in a lot of different ways. All right, cool. You can, as we are approaching the end of the show, let's ask you two final questions. What would you have done differently if you can start your real estate career all over again? If I could have done my real estate career all over again, I would have just went, I would have uh, probably just skipped college and went straight into getting a license in real estate or general contracting. Wow, that's really bold. It's bold. <laughs> uh, but lo- looking back, uh, the people who are most successful but mm-hmm. in my network are people who either, um, mostly they, they just got a license in something. They got a license in insurance and real estate, taxes, Let's go on general contracting, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that actually made money. The guys who got degrees, not so much. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was one of them. Though. I was one of them. Ken's very anti-college, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken. Final question: uh, What's your favorite book? My favorite book. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do have a favorite book. It's not really real estate in, uh, related, mm-hmm. however, it will change your life. So I, my favorite book is this, uh, this book that, that uh, written by Corey Wayne called How to Be a 3% Man. Wow, what's, what's the book about? He's a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. He teaches you how to make 3% per year. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the book is actually about uh, how to be, it's kind of like a, help, a self-help book, self-improvement mm-hmm. book geared towards uh, written by men for men, but I believe it it applies to women as well, mm-hmm. uh, how to deal with your personal relationships and your personal confidence. Mm. Like, it goes a lot hand in hand, right? Your confidence and your relationship life mm-hmm. and securities that, are, that go with it. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh, after I've uh, read this book a, a number of times, mm-hmm. I've actually come to understand that I don't need to seek the approval of others. Mm-hmm. I don't need to please anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be, be confident. Stay focused on your, your path in life and you'll be very successful uh, in business and in your dating life. <laughs> a lot of people, they, they, they spend too much energy on their dating life and it actually consumes them and it, it really hurts their, their, yeah. you know, their path to success, I guess. Mm-hmm. So just okay. uh, fix yourself before you fix the house, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it kills the same philosophy. Help yourself before you can help other people. You know, because when you help yourself, you can definitely help a lot more people in, in that regard. So Ken, how can we find out more about you? How can our listeners reach you? You can follow me through Instagram. Uh, it's Ken dot eight hundred by quick. Ken is spelled K three N dot eight hundred by quick K W I K. That's the first and easiest. You can mm-hmm. email me at uh, team or Ken at strongermoms.com. All right. Awesome. Thank you for your time, Mr. Mom. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show, man. I really enjoyed this. I'll see you again, Brian. All right.